Hi everybody, welcome back. I am so excited. Today is the new day of a new month. I hope you really, really enjoyed these last 31 days of meditation. We went from one minute meditations all the way up to 31 minute meditations. Some of them were nice and juicy. Some of them were easy and free flowing. At the end of our 31 days, I did put a little insert in there uh, to check out my Facebook page, check out my website and my meditation journey. You can join that meditation journey at any time. I, I do host this journey monthly and it is a four week course. It is every Monday for four weeks and it's 45 minutes to an hour. It's a wonderful investment for yourself, for a loved one, to get them moving in a direction of creating a beautiful habit or accomplishing a beautiful goal of being mindful and incorporating that meditation into their everyday practices. I will drop that link in the show notes um, for today and proceeding throughout the month so that you can check out different ways to truly create that new habit, accomplish that new goal that you've set for yourself, your loved one, to just truly bring that beautiful piece of mindfulness into your everyday activities. And I wanted to thank you all for listening. I truly love sharing my voice on this platform. I feel as if though social media just is not always the proper place to share tips and practices for self-care, for meditation, for yoga. So thank you all for being so supportive and listening and learning with me. I would love your feedback at any time. You could always, again, check out my website. You can email me there um, and we can connect. It would be beautiful. But what I truly wanted to do this month was steer away from a meditation practice. I like to do those uh, every other month, you know, just to kind of mix it up a bit. So this month I wanted to do uh, 30 days of renewing for yourself creating a new you or renewing some aspects that you may be put off to the side throughout this past year. And I know starting like something for 30 days can be really effective, right? It's a very effective way to kind of jumpstart what I was saying earlier, a new habit or accomplish a goal. Because there have been so many studies that have found that habits can be built within 21 days. 21, okay? And with that, a 30-day challenge or habit, a goal that you're, you're leaning toward, is a perfect amount of time to truly evoke some changes in your life habits. And 30 days is also a super reasonable amount of time. Because see, setting goals and starting to like peruse them can feel really, really daunting at times, right? But by dividing them up into smaller like 30-day increments, 
they can seem more doable and less overwhelming. And this is the beauty about taking on a 30 day, I'm going to say challenge. Um, it's not really the word that I'm looking for, but we always have these, you know, all right, 30 day ab challenge, 30 day yoga challenge. This is a 30 day new you or a renew you process, right? And it can be about anything, truly anything. But for these next 30 days, this is going to be like the building blocks to a bigger goal or a more long-term habit that you want to create for yourself. I mean, it may be something as simple as drink eight glasses of water every day, right? Or it could be something as big as better one's personal life every day. But truly, there are so, so many options and they can be endless. So I put together a little kind of 30 day new you renew yourself challenge. And I think this is going to be so fun because it is going to give us the opportunity to wipe the slate clean and start new today. I mean, it's the perfect way to kickstart going into the holidays because how many times have you made a promise to yourself about setting a goal that you want to achieve, but at some point you never end up making it a reality or you start for a bit, but then you lose motivation to see the goal all the way through, right? We do it all the time. And a lot of times these take place the beginning of a new year, but we can do them anytime, anytime. We can do them in the middle of a month. We can do them at the beginning of a month, during the middle of the year, the end of the year. That's the beauty of it. We can do what we want because we set our own rules for our own lives. So that's why I created this little 30 day new you renew yourself kind of challenge every day. We're going to have a new and simple challenge to kind of jumpstart our motivation. And I'm hoping that by the end of our 30 days, we'll all be ready to take on our new us renewing ourselves heading into the holidays and feel amazing for it. So I look forward to seeing you each and every day, and I would love to hear from you how your day is going, how your daily habit is going. So please feel free to reach out to me either via this podcast, email, jump on my website, send me a message. You can even find me on social media on Facebook, Jennifer J. Grove, yoga and wellness also on Instagram. I look forward to seeing and hearing from you all. Let's start. Hey friends, welcome back. So today I wanted to bring up a topic that can be kind of heavy. Um, and it's been weighing on my heart this past week, I've had so many friends that have needed help through some difficult times lately. 
And I really wanted to talk about that today. I, I, I want us to take some time today and really offer some help to our friends, to our family, right? Because we all need help at some point in our lives, right? So it stands to reason that the people in our lives need that help sometimes too. I mean, most of us are happy to help people that we love. In fact, plenty of people would happily help a stranger in need. But let's face it, it can sometimes be really challenging to know the right way to offer that help. You might be afraid of imposing on someone or offending them by helping them when they didn't ask for it. So I want to delve in today into some ways that we can say, how can I help politely and without ruffling any feathers, hopefully. And I want to go with a really heavy topic at first, right? And kind of work our way out of that. And it's offering help to friends and family after a death or during a really difficult time. Because when we have a friend or a family that loses a loved one, it's hard to know how to comfort them, right? A lot of us will just say, let me know if there's anything I can do to help. I know I've said that numerous times. And I get it. It sounds supportive on the surface, but if we think about it, it puts a lot of burden on that person to have to ask us for help. So instead, let's offer some concrete ways that we can offer them support so that this relieves the pressure of them having to ask for something specific. A really wonderful thing to do if you have the ability to do this. It's not a requirement, but it would just simply be to say, I love to order some groceries and have them delivered to your house, right? Can you text me a list of what you need? Or would you like me to just send over some staples and some treats so that you and your family can enjoy them? It's truly that simple. That way they have the option of either saying yes or no, thank you. Because when someone is grieving, simple chores like going to the grocery store can seem overwhelming. And we can help that friend or that family member up by picking up the groceries and just dropping them off. And if you don't live nearby, totally fine. You can still arrange a grocery delivery from long distance. This is a great way, a great example to show how you care for someone from far away if you're not there. And what if your friend or your family member has kids, right? Small kids. A wonderful thing to do is just to say, hey, why don't you let me take the kids for a sleepover or even for a whole weekend? I'm sure you could use a little downtime. Again, This gives them the ability to say yes or no. Because sometimes when someone's grieving, it can be so difficult to fully engage with their children. So offering to babysit for a day or two can totally help out that friend or that family member in a huge way. Because it gives them a chance to let their guard down and to just 
drive without keeping a brave face on for their kids, it can also allow them to gather their emotional resources to move forward. Another beautiful way to suggest help, um, which I have been a part of this particular um, scenario on numerous occasions in the past year, is you just reach out to that person and say, hey, listen, some of our friends are wondering what they can do to help your family during this time. Would it be okay if I organized a meal train for you? Remember, People have a hard time doing mundane tasks like grocery shopping while they're grieving. So cooking can be another difficult and tedious chore to kind of navigate during these hard times for them. And in a meal train, people just sign up to drop off prepared lunches or dinners at the home of someone in mourning. It's okay. And if you don't know how to do this, there are actual websites out there that you can use to coordinate it. They'll help you organize so that people can just sign up for specific dates and families aren't inundated with a dozen casseroles on the same day. And you can also include meal preferences like allergies, right? Particular foods that they don't like or do like so that you can ensure that they get what they want. And you can also collect financial donations from people who want to contribute, but don't live close. And you can even offer them a night, right? You can just pick up the phone or in person and say, listen, I know it's probably hard to be alone right now. Would you like to come stay in my guest room for a while? Or if you'd prefer, I could come stay at your place. This one is really, really helpful if someone has lost their spouse or their partner through a death or even a divorce, right? Because their house can feel incredibly lonely. And if they're going through the end of a relationship, you can always offer some comfort by just being there with them. They can have a change of scenery if they come to your house, right? Or just having some company at their own space. Give them the option. Those are just some really wonderful suggestions for people that are going through difficult times, right? Divorce, death, loss. Let's move on to a little bit of a lighter note and maybe how to offer help at work or at school, right? See, oftentimes we depend on our classmates or our coworkers, right? We may end up needing to work closely with them on certain projects. I know it's happened to me um, previously. I, I now work for myself, so I don't have to work very closely with anyone else except my students. But I have been in an office environment where I've had to work very closely with somebody on projects. And you can form really tight bonds with people that you work with Or you could have that every man for himself kind of mentality, right? Or someone in your school or in your work could have that mentality. It may not even be you, right? But it it can make it very difficult. But it makes it so much more inviting, a better environment when we support each other. 
So I have a couple of suggestions if you are looking to give support, to help, to extend your help to either some coworkers or maybe classmates if you need to, right? I feel like we've all been stuck with a classmate who doesn't pull their weight on a group project. I remember being in college and having that happen and it would drive me insane. But if you know your classmate is usually a pain in the ass, right? You may want to see if there's a way that you can help lighten their burden. Trust me, they'll appreciate it and they'll remember it. Even if they don't return the favor. But they might. You could always reach out and just say, hey, listen, I understand you're under a lot of pressure with your course load right now. And I'm happy to help you with your portion of your project. If it would help relieve some of your pressure. Again, allow them to say yes or no. And maybe you have a coworker that has experienced an illness and they may worry about not being able to work. Some offices truly do allow people to pull their paid leave and donate it to other employees when needed. And if you're in the position to do so, that is a practical and thoughtful way to help. Okay. You could always just say, listen, I know you're worried about running out of paid leave while you undergo some treatments. The other employees and I have donated some of our paid vacation time so that you don't have to worry about money coming in. It's a very sweet, generous thing to do for your coworker that you have to see five days out of the week at least. Um, when someone goes through a personal tragedy, they're not always able to make work their top priority. So if you're close to a coworker who's experiencing a hard time, offer to help. Offer to help them with their workload until they're in a better place. You could always say, you know, I know you've been dealing with a death or a difficult time in your life, a divorce, whatever. I'm so sorry for this. I wanted to offer to make myself available to you to help while you're taking some time off to grieve. And there are some times that people need someone to just listen to them when they're facing challenges. And sometimes they'd rather not dwell on it at all. Just be there for them and let them know that you're there in that moment when they need you. You can always just say, you know, let me treat you to lunch. Just the two of us. I know you're going through some hard times and I'd love to listen if you want to talk about it. And if you'd rather not, I'm also great at providing distractions. A win-win. Remember, we're letting them say yes or no. We're giving them suggestions on how to make things easier for them and we're allowing them to just make the decision of yes or no. I mean, come on, there are so many people all around us who need help. You may have a friend who's having a difficult time affording groceries, right? You may encounter a stranger who's having a medical crisis in public. So I want to give you some suggestions on how to help people 
that are in need, whether you know them or not. Again, take these for what they are. These are helpful suggestions that I have come to use in my life personally. They may work for you. That may resonate with you. If it doesn't feel authentic, try something that works for you. That's the biggest thing is being authentic and being your loving, beautiful self. Right? Like if you notice someone in a wheelchair or on crutches or someone pushing a stroller, this is a simple and thoughtful gesture is to just say, here, let me get the door for you. I mean, even something small like this can have an impact on people. It can change their whole outlook of their day. Or because we live in a tourist town. Oh my goodness. And those of you that do live in a tourist town, like I do, we sometimes get annoyed by people that are blocking the sidewalk or taking up too much space. But if you see someone who looks like way out of their depth, you can always brighten their day by just offering to give them directions. You can also take time to maybe recommend local businesses and restaurants that they might not otherwise discover. Like, just say, hey, I noticed you looked a little lost. Can I help you find something? Like, it's that small gesture. It's just the smallest gesture, but one that they will probably remember for a very long time. And listen, I feel like almost everyone, okay, maybe not everyone, but many of us, including myself, have had that dreaded moment at the grocery store when we realize that we don't have enough money to pay for everything, right? It can be really embarrassing to tell the cashier that some of the food needs to go back, right? And if you happen to be behind someone in line who's going through that, you may be able to step in and help, right? I mean, obviously not everyone in this position can pick up someone else's grocery bill, right? But you could always say, wait, don't put those away. I'm happy to pay for them if, I, if you don't mind, right? I mean, if you're able to help, because there's something very rewarding about ensuring someone in need gets fed. And let's not leave out our pets, okay? Because pets are an important member of people's families. But veterinary care can be always so incredibly expensive, okay? I just had a girlfriend going through um, just an unforeseen surgery for her dog. And it just, oh, poor thing, right? She just the heartbreak and the medical bill was ridiculous. See, sometimes our friends and our family have to spend money, a lot of money, okay? Not just money, but a lot of money keeping their animals healthy. And if you are able to, offer to chip in and maybe help defray that cost. You can always say, like, you know, listen, I know you got hit with a large vet bill. I'd love to help you pay it off. Can I send you some money via... PayPal or Venmo? Again, let them say yes or no. The world can be a difficult place sometimes, friends. I mean, it truly can. 
that what gets us through it is a sense of community and camaraderie when it really comes down to it. And you can be a support for a person in need. Friends, family members, coworkers, even strangers need our help. So don't be afraid to reach out to a person in need. We can get through even our hardest times when we pull together. So reach out to someone today and offer to help 